Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Design Chat with Josh. I am your host, Josh Reach, and this is a a little bit outside of the normal schedule of episodes because I wanted to do a quick bonus episode on creating your own design podcast. This is something I actually get asked about a lot, uh, and some of you aren't even designers either. It's just about making a podcast in general. Uh, But a lot of designers out there who I think would be great at making podcasts, and I think a lot of designers have a lot of amazing insight and experience, and I wish more of us would make podcasts. And it seems as though some of you are intimidated by it, some of you don't know where to start, so I'm just going to share kind of what I've been doing the past few months and show you just how easy it is to make a podcast. I know some of you who are like diehard podcast creators and have been in this game for years are going to hate me because of this episode, but times are changing and uh, I think it's becoming just as easy to make a podcast as it is to make a video on YouTube. So um, yeah, let's jump into this. Now, before we jump into this, you're going to hear me talk a lot about Anchor, uh, A-N-C-H-O-R, Anchor, anchor anchor.fm is the website. It's also the platform that I use a lot. Um, I'm not going to do any sponsorships in this episode, and Anchor is not a sponsor of this particular episode, but uh, I do want to kind of mention that the reason why I'm talking about them a lot is because I'm sharing you my experience, and I feel as though that the easiest way to make a podcast right now is through Anchor, which has evolved into this pretty amazing, easy to use tool. Uh, So a lot of what I'm going to reference today is going to be talking about using this platform. Uh, I know there are other platforms out there similar to it now. Uh, Some of them may have been around before Anchor, but uh, Anchor to me, and I'll get into this in a little bit, but it's just for several reasons, the best way to, to jump into podcasting for the, especially if it's your first time. Like I had no idea what I was doing a few months ago. I still, let's be honest, have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not a professional at all when it comes to podcasting. Uh, I just do it because I enjoy doing it and I found an easy way to do it. Um, so let's start by saying, I kind of want to talk a little bit actually about uh, why you should podcast as a designer. A few episodes back, I talked about kind of creating content uh, and how it can be a way for us designers to really put ourselves out there. Uh, especially say you maybe don't have a lot of portfolio work to show right now because you may not be in a a good situation where you're producing a lot of portfolio worthy work or um, you know maybe there's just some things cooking and you just you just gotta wait you know (laughs) for for that stuff to hit your portfolio content creation around design could be a way to kind of substitute that for a little bit it's not a total replacement but it's something that could substitute it for a little bit Um, but the biggest reason I think you know that we should be making podcasts as designers is because we are already very opinionated as creatives as you know whether you're a graphic designer or a product designer or web designer it doesn't matter we're all very opinionated right we are look at the comment section on a site like brand new or go on a twitter feed uh, you know or thread i should say a twitter thread of about some design that was just released you know i mean we're very opinionated opinionated about things it's a tough word to say um but you know so why not like do that in a a more constructive way and share our thoughts and views we you know instead of just you know sharing opinions on things maybe instead of just you know constantly putting things down maybe or you know defending them or building them up whatever you may be doing whatever your your presence online might be as a designer you could harness that in a more positive and in a more productive way 
And some of us do in terms of, you know, maybe we write, uh, we have a blog or we write on Medium. Uh, if you're listening to this episode from the Medium post that I posted, um, which by the way, this entire article or this entire podcast episode is also somewhat on Medium. It's a different format. So you're probably going to get a little something different from here and versus the Medium post, just FYI. Um, but, um, you know, some of us can write, some of us like writing, uh, but others, you know, we don't really, maybe writing isn't our thing, you know, and I like writing and, but it is very time consuming for me. It takes me a long time to write something. I found that podcasting and creating a podcast is a lot faster. It still takes time and it still takes some dedication. Uh, but to me, outlining what I want to talk about. Um, even a few days before I record and then finally sitting down, just plugging in a microphone to my phone, opening the Anchor app and just talking uh, is, it's way easier for me. It comes way more natural for me. Um, and I also think too, the other reason why we should make podcasts as designers is because a lot of us who are designers listen to podcasts. I mean, think about it. How many times, how many podcasts do you listen to already? Like imagine if you had even more you know, if you just replaced, this is going to sound crazy, but if you replaced uh, audiobooks and most of your music listening with podcasts, I don't think that would be a bad thing, especially if they're around design and if you're a designer, right? Like it's, it's helping to challenge your ideas. It's not necessarily to always be learning something, but maybe to just challenge your ideas, maybe to get you thinking about things. Uh, you know, I, again, I always preference my podcast episodes with like, look, you may not agree with me. Um, and that's okay. That's awesome. Actually share why you don't agree with me, share why you have a different view or a different opinion on something because it helps me grow as a designer. So you kind of, it's a give and take, you know, when, when you're making podcast episodes. <laughs> um, but I also think too, you know, I mean, it, the outreach that you can have with a podcast can go way further than it can when you're writing something. And I know that sounds a little weird, but hear me out. When I look at the analytics of my podcast, it's not just people here in America that are listening to my episodes. There is a significant handful of people all over the world in all sorts of different countries that are listening to my podcast. And what I'm writing may not be accessible on in whatever country somebody's listening to this. And in the way I look at it too, in, in like developing and, and emerging markets in the world, audio and voice is on the rise. It's not necessarily writing and reading. Um, so you're being able to reach a lot more people, I think, and inspire a lot more people by sharing your voice, literally your voice in a podcast. <laughs> so my reasons to personally create a podcast as a designer, okay, and this is all very designer focused, but obviously this could apply to anybody who wants to make a podcast. It doesn't have to be around design, but I'm going to talk a lot about designers. Um, but number one, I want to inspire other designers and other aspiring designers. So people who maybe want to get into design, but haven't yet. Um, and I know, you know, from some of the feedback I've gotten, it's helped quite a few of you. And that if it just at least helps one person, that, that makes me happy. Um, obviously I want a huge outreach someday, right? But just starting out, it's been a couple months, but you know, to me, I just keep making them and it's helping. It's at least helping a few of you. Uh, and so I know it's helping. I know it's challenging some views. I know it's getting some discussions started and, and I like that and I enjoy that. Um, so that's, that's my number one goal is to inspire others. And then also to challenge other people's views and then third, challenge my own views, <laughs> okay? Um, with the feedback and, and responses I get from a lot of you. And 
The other kind of fourth thing, and the fourth reason why I wanted to create this design podcast is because other people who aren't designers, I know are listening. And I think it helps create an understanding and that kind of empathy <laughs> with designers so that you get more of an insight of what it's like to be a designer. Um, it's not necessarily to teach other people our trade, although that, that's not a bad thing in my opinion. Like, you know, it's more competition. It's, there's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> you know? It just means we have to get better. We have to innovate more. We have to, we have to challenge ourselves and who we are and our talents and skills. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, but it at least sheds a light on what life is like as a designer and what, what we prioritize. So I, I think that's why, you know, that's some reasons why to make a podcast as a designer. But say, like, maybe you've been convinced, right? Like, maybe you, you're already convinced. You're like, yeah, I, I definitely know I want to do a podcast. Like, obviously, I want to do a podcast. But I just, you know, it seems like a lot of the questions I get are, are you know, people don't know what type of equipment they need. Um, they don't know where to start. They don't know. I honestly, before I got introduced to Anchor, and actually I was on Anchor before it became the Anchor that we know today. Um, you know, I, before that, I didn't know how to make a podcast. I always kind of wanted to because I listened to a lot of podcasts, but I had no idea where to start. And, uh, you know, I knew some people that made podcasts and they had these elaborate setups. Some people, I mean, if you listen to a professional, like, uh, podcast, like, say, uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast is one that I like to listen to. Uh, Conan, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. It's like, there is a team that puts that together. It is beautifully recorded. He obviously is a very amazing host and he has co-hosts and uh, producers and engineers, sound engineers and, um, you know, and has some really big, big guests. Um, you don't have to have that though to make a podcast. You know, I think there was a certain quality and a certain standard over the years of like, you need to have studio quality equipment. But uh, I could tell you right now, I'm, you know, even this episode and all the episodes I've recorded so far, <laughs> it's been me sitting on this couch uh, with a microphone attached to my shirt. It cost uh, $10 on Amazon. I think it's like $13 now. I think they may have figured out that there's a, it's a good microphone, so they should charge a little more. But I have a $10 microphone that plugs into my iPhone. Uh, I have uh, some notes on my laptop right now, and um, I, I'm just lounging on my couch talking. That is my studio. I don't have a special room. I don't have a big like microphone that is on an arm that bends in 30 different ways and can, you know, I don't have headphones that I wear, you know, so I can hear myself and, you know, no, no, none of that, none of that. It's not an elaborate setup. You don't need a studio. It's, it's 2019, okay? Podcasting, I feel like, is becoming just as easy as it is to make a YouTube video now. Now, there's a clear difference between quality podcasts and garbage ones, right? <laughs> there is a clear like difference. And if you don't stick with your podcast, that's a big difference, right? If, if, you know, if somebody is making episode after episode and they're on a hundred episodes, you know, because they stuck to it and they have a regular routine and a regular schedule, you know, then they probably also have a following now too. And that's the other aspect, you know, there's a difference between just putting a podcast out there and making an audience, you know, that could be a whole different episode. But a lot of people seem to get hung up on Oh, I, I need this whole setup. I just don't know if I, I don't have the right equipment, you know? And it's like, actually, honestly, the headphones that come with your phone, if you angle the microphone right, so it doesn't catch your breath and you don't have this like windy, I'll do it actually in this microphone, right? Wait, yeah, see how annoying that is, right? Like if, so if you're breathing on your microphone, that's, a, oh, that was probably really loud. So I apologize. <laughs> I could edit that out, but I'm not gonna, um, because I want you to understand how annoying it is, right? Um, and I know I've caught a few like, you know, laughs since, you know, things on, on my microphone before. 
Um, but there's there's a lot of things to, to keep in mind, okay? But and, and so let me get to that in a minute. But first, I'll share with you my setup. I shared with you, it's literally me, a couch, a microphone that's cheap. It's on Amazon. Um, in the Medium article, I have a link to it if you want to know what, what exact microphone it is. Um, plugs into my iPhone. Sometimes I plug it into my iPad. And I use the Anchor app, which is totally free right now, okay? Um, free as of recording this episode. It sounds like it's going to continue to be free. Um, but it's not fancy, you know, but when I am feeling fancy and, and I will, I haven't had any guests on the podcast yet. It sounds like I might have uh, one or two in the near future. Um, I do have a, a, the same microphone, but it's, it's a split one that has uh, like 16 foot cable and it divides out into two lapel microphones that plug into one 3.5 millimeter, like headphone jack kind of thing for your phone. Um, and so, but you don't even need that if you want to have a guest. Like you can have a, you know, we'll get into this later, but you can have a call-in link that people can literally call in from anywhere in the world. And yeah, you know, obviously the sound quality is at the, you know, mercy of whatever the person calling in has, but you can still make, uh, a, you know, an episode with a guest that way. Um, so you don't need a big setup. You don't need a lot of money. You don't even need to invest any money into this to get started. Again, if you have a pair of headphones with a little microphone in it, use that. I've found that the microphones in the in the phones don't work very well and they pick up a lot of echoey and it, you kind of want something that's going to hone in more on your voice. Um, but Anchor is, is kind of the platform I use. It, it's I've always used the app. Um, you can use it on, a, on, on your browser. Um, you can go to anchor.fm. Um, and uh, they actually have more analytics and a little more control if you want to upload, like pre-record stuff, and then upload the recorded file to um, to Anchor. You can that might be better actually um, if you want to get into like some really really high quality production, but you don't need it to get started. Honestly, you don't. Um, but here's here's some things I like about Anchor though. Okay, it's clean and intuitive design. As a designer, I want something that I enjoy using that is very easy to use that works well. Anchor has always been beautifully designed and purposefully designed. Um, you can add interludes, sound effects, that background music in the beginning of this video. That was Anchor's like little you know one of their many many songs for you to choose from. You can even link Spotify to it. Um, although when you link songs from Spotify to your podcast episode, it'll only play that song in anchor.fm and in the Anchor podcast app. It won't play it on other platforms. Uh, which brings me to the next thing. Um, Anchor will handle distribu distribution of your podcast if you upload it to Anchor. And you could say, yes, publish this out to other platforms. They will publish it to Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, um, and fun fact, actually, Anchor was bought by Spotify recently, so now they're they're one company, um, or they will be. I don't know if the deal's closed, but it sounds like it did. Um, but yeah, so you know, I mean, it's 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 easy, you know, and and they'll handle that distribution. Basically, kind of set it up for you, and and you know, you can still. Um, comment on stuff you know in these platforms as yourself if you want to respond to people but um but it's easy it's easy to do plus they've added sponsorships so and they make it really easy for you to get sponsorships we'll talk about that in a little bit um they can also add subscription options for your listeners so it's kind of like patreon but you can have people you know subscribe like a monthly donation almost to your podcast to keep it going to me i look at it as you know if any sponsorship money I get or anybody that subscribes to my podcast, I'm just going to invest it back into the podcast to get better equipment because there's always room to get better equipment. Like I don't imagine myself keeping this setup I have forever, 
but it's plenty good enough to get me started, uh, and which means it's plenty good enough to get you started as well. <laughs> um, and then the, the last thing I like about Anchor too is it's a very stable environment. I honestly have never had any issues with the app crashing, with any bugs, with any bad recordings. They're pretty good at making things work well, and um, you know, it, it, it's just pretty amazing. Um, so that that's kind of a little bit on Anchor, but and the setup like you don't need anything fancy cheap Amazon mic, your phone, and a free app. And that's really a going above and beyond <laughs> for your first, you know, few episodes. But, you know, over the past, what, 27 episodes now, I've learned a couple do's and don'ts. Uh, I did do a little research before making my first episode, so this stuff isn't, like, revolutionary, right? But um, I'll kind of share some of the pointers that I have. Uh, and... Uh, it's mainly going to be from a design perspective. First and foremost, like you should be branding your podcast as a designer. And I'm not just talking about creating a logo either and some cool album art. I'm talking about like, what is the purpose of your podcast truly? Um, what is the voice going to be? What's that persona going to be like? To me, I feel like if you're a designer making a design podcast, this is an extension of you and your personal brand. Okay. And if you're maybe a freelancer or something, you know, or maybe you own an agency or something and you're creating a, a podcast, it's, it could be, and kind of usually is an extension of that brand, unless you make a very, very clear division. Um, but we're talking about design podcasts, right? And, and usually, you know, when we're talking about something that we do as a profession, we're going to use and touch on a lot of experience that we have, right? Um, and so it, it's an extension of us. Okay. It's an extension of, of your own personal brand. Um, that said, like, you know, I mean, make it what you want, make it where you want to go. For me, I, you know, I have kind of this, I don't know, honestly, I, to me, if I had to define it, and I'm sure other people would define it in different ways, but my personal brand is kind of refined a bit, but it's also a little more colorful and fun. I mean, I use space cats in my own personal, like promotional branding stuff. So, um, you know, and, and beyond the colorful colors, I have colorful language too, which is why there's usually an explicit warning and I just blanket it across my entire podcast because swearing is some of the, it's, it's the way I talk, you know, it's not, you know, I don't talk like a, you know, I don't have a trucker's mouth or something, you know, but like I, I swear, you know, and if you got a problem with that too bad, like, you know, I don't really care, but I, I make sure I, I don't do it too much because it is a reflection of me and my brand. And, you know, obviously this is kind of a semi-professional setting, right? Um, so just kind of figure out what you want to do, figure out where you want to be, what you want this podcast to become. But I think it's also important to be genuine. You want, you know, people can see right through, you know, just, you know, the safe, sterile, boring content that you might be delivering. Podcasts are meant to be more personal, I feel like, you know, I mean, every podcast I've listened to has been very kind of genuine. Okay, no matter what the topic, no matter what the person, you always get a little more sense of that person by listening to their podcast. Um, so it's an extension of you. It's it's an extension of, of kind of your own brand. Um, and I think it's, it's a big opportunity for us designers to get our voices out there. Um, but beyond just it being your own brand and creating that brand and that voice around your podcast, there are some do's and don'ts of like, you know, kind of the quality and, and getting some good recording uh, to your episodes. It's <laughs> kind of what I want to get into. I'm trying to get into like a full list of podcast recording tips. Okay. <laughs> um, and so obviously beyond the brand and all that stuff, 
we'll get into kind of the 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 kind of production of it. I think the first thing that I've noticed has been really helpful, and I mentioned it already, is writing an outline of what you're going to talk about in each episode. You know, usually for me, it's when I'm at home or I'm on my lunch break or maybe on the weekends, like I'll just write out like quick notes. Uh, I have a picture in the Medium article. I don't know what happened to my handwriting in that uh, picture, but um, literally, I mean, I wanted to show you, just be transparent here. This is one of the outlines of, of it was the last episode I recorded actually. Um, and it's not anything glamorous. It's not anything fancy. It just keeps me kind of on track. I get all my thoughts out there. And then when I do record the episode, either that night or later, a couple days later, I can go back to those notes and be like, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to talk about. And I talk about it. Um, the next thing you should do after that outline is from the beginning, you should create an intro and then stick to that intro. Uh, every single time. It can be, you know, vary a little bit. But for me, you know, mine is, you know, hey, everybody, welcome to, you know, episode whatever of Design, you know, Design Chat with Josh. I'm your host, Josh Reach. You know, and I always say in this design podcast, you know, I have my thing. I have my own little spiel. And, and if you listen to any podcast, you probably know this, right? Like they always have their own little spiel. Um, this, the way they always, in, you know, open up their, their episodes. Um, and then I have this similar outro um, for each one too. Um, when you're actually recording too, uh, we'll get into this now, uh, find a quiet place. Don't have a lot of background noise. You know, sometimes I have helicopters flying overhead of my apartment. I can't help it. You know, it just happens. The microphone doesn't pick up too much of it. Um, if you're just using the microphone on your phone, it would probably pick up a lot of background noise. That's the benefit of having the headset microphone or like a cheap lapel mic or, or if you fancy, you can get one of those big, like, you know, professional looking microphones and spend a hundred bucks on it. Someday I'll get one of those, but um, not, not there yet. Um, but find a, find a quiet place. There's nothing worse than, than noises. So you heard me blow into the microphone. That's the other thing, you know, don't, don't breathe into your microphone, find a quiet place. Um, you know, don't speak too close. Don't get, you know, don't use noisy clothing. I've had some rustling from shirts before and I've had to re-record episodes because I'm like, God, that shirt is so annoying because the microphone was clipped to it. And every time I'd move, you could hear it. And it was just annoying, you know, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants that kind of stuff. Um, the other thing too, I think that's, that's important is try to use the same microphone every time. Um, you know, I've been using the same microphone the entire time I've been recording this podcast episode. Eventually I'll upgrade to something better and I'll only use that type of microphone. Um, if you do have guests that are calling in through like the Anchor app or something, or they're calling in through Skype, obviously it's limited, right? Like you can't really do a whole lot and control somebody's microphone unless you ship them a microphone and you walk them through the whole setup and it gets complicated. I don't have the patience for that. Um, but, <laughs> um, and I don't have my own studio to record in, so I can't just say, yeah, hey, come by and, you know, whatever. Um, so it, just, but just try to find a way to, to make sure there's no distractions, no noise, uh, no breathing into the microphone. Um, use the same one. And then the other one is, uh, and you may be able to pick up on this in some of my episodes, is record in clips. Um, you know, if you're really, if you're recording this outside the Anchor app, you can actually like clip things together much more seamlessly um, and get more, way more professional on it. And I encourage you to do that if you want to do that. If you want to use Adobe Audition and, you know, if, because we're designers, right? So you should have that Adobe subscription. Um, you can use Adobe Audition. I've used it before to record stuff, not this podcast, but, uh, you know, if I did move into that, I'd probably start using Audition. Uh, I'd probably just, you know, buy that one subscription for that app. Um, and start using it. But um, 
you know, you can, you can merge things together, but I, I record in clips, and Anchor will let you record in clips. Uh, and that also helps too with sponsorships, because if you're doing sponsorships in Anchor, you gotta insert them in between things. So that means you're gonna have to slice up the, the audio. Um, so if you're just already recording in 10, you know, six to eight to 10 minute clips, it's easy to just throw in a sponsorship in between there with a little interlude um, from, from Anchor's library. Um, but again, if you want to get fancy, and, and I highly encourage you to do that, if you're feeling ambitious and you want to be an audio engineer, go for it, you know. Um, but to just start off, that's the thing. I think I feel like a lot of us just, we don't have that push to get started, right? And, and to, you don't have to get hung up on, oh, I don't have the right stuff to get started. You know, we all have the right stuff. We all have phones. We all have, you know, probably some headset, microphone, earbud thing going on that records better audio than just a microphone in our phone. Or you have one of those crazy LG phones with a really good microphones. Um, I think it's LG V30 is one of them that has just fantastic uh, audio in it. It's, 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 it'd be perfect actually for recording a podcast. Um, but you know, I mean, you don't you don't need a fancy setup to get started. You can work your way up. Think about like anybody that watches regular YouTube. If you grew up with YouTube, especially if you're, you know, one of us millennials who use YouTube more than we use cable television, you've probably seen some of your favorite YouTubers start off with like just a webcam and their computer. You know, like that's it. And now they have a full production team in a studio. But they worked up to that. It didn't start, you know, grand and 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 amazing and perfect from the beginning. So it's not like, the, you know, it's the same story with podcasting now. You know, you, you don't need anything crazy fancy, but you do need good audio. You know, I do think you need good audio. Don't, do an, don't use an echoey room. Don't, you know, sound like you're really far away. Um, you know, just kind of keep all those things in mind. These are easy things to fix though. They really are. Uh, and then the last thing I'll say, or last two things I'll say about kind of recording uh, episodes and recording uh, the, your actual, you know, podcast is listen to each episode before publishing. Um, I always listen to every episode I, I publish before I publish it, and um, and then stick with it. Stay with this. You know, don't get discouraged if you only have, you know, a dozen or or, or you know, ten or twenty listeners. You know, the, your first few episodes. I didn't have a lot of listeners my first few episodes, and still, I would consider now. I still don't have what I would consider a lot of listeners. Um, you know, I'm, I'm averaging a, a couple dozen, I think it's actually, I think it's like 60, 60 listeners every episode, you know, and some episodes have over 200 listens now, right? Um, it's just, this is the average, right? So some of them have 30, 40, 50, you know, the newer episodes, the other ones have over a hundred listens. That's not really a whole lot, you know, but again, I go back to, if I'm helping at least one person or a handful of people and inspiring them, then I've done my, I've done what I wanted to do. And I also enjoy doing this. I enjoy talking about this stuff. I enjoy putting this out there. Um, you know, all my, this, this design experience and design opinions and thoughts and knowledge, you know, I, I want to, I want other people to do this too. So, you know, this is kind of the, the way to do it, you know, kind of lead by example, I guess. Um, but you got to stick with it. You know, don't get discouraged by the numbers. Don't chase after those likes or reviews and comments and listen, you know, view, listen counts. They're not view counts, they're listen counts. Don't get hung up on them right away. Because uh, over time, as I'm noticing, it just slowly increases. Um, and of course, there's way more you can be doing to market yourself too, which I don't really do. I just kind of share out and, and that's that. But um, obviously, you could invest more into actually marketing your podcast. Um, and those of us designers who have worked in marketing, you know how to do that. <laughs>
Now there are some things that you should not do, and this is outside of like the actual recording, okay, beyond like don't blow into your microphone like I did earlier. I'm really sorry about that. I'm sure I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to be like, oh god, that was really loud, but I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it because I want you to understand just how horrible it is when somebody is constantly breathing into their microphone. Um, and uh, but, but there are some things you shouldn't do professionally when you're recording a design podcast. You're a designer, you want to put your experience out there. Experience comes from real life examples. And part of this is you have to kind of make your, your knowledge a little anonymous, okay? Don't talk about clients. Don't talk in great detail about projects, about companies, about basically don't reveal company secrets. Don't reveal anything that could be detrimental to anybody, any working professional or any any working you know, company or brand. Um, you got to keep that in mind, right? So there is a limit to how much we can share, but it doesn't mean we can't kind of filter it so that way you don't really know what you know, employer, if it's even one of my employers, if it's another person's employer, if it's just something I heard, um, you know, you got to kind of make sure that you're, you're aware of that. I, I know one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, um, the, the Crazy One podcast, I, I know that usually there's a little disclaimer saying, you know, the, the views expressed in the, in the, that podcast are my own and all that and not associated with, and it's the same thing with mine, you know, all of these are, are views expressed of my own, you know, and by any guest not representing, you know, the, the, the companies that we work for. Um, so just be smart about that, right? But don't be scared of it. You know, the way I look at it is, you know, at, at, if I'm cautious, if I'm aware, if I'm respectful of the companies I work for and the brands that I've worked for, um, then there won't be any problem. If I'm careless, then there's going to be a problem. You know, just be aware of it and, and take caution. Um, and just have respect. You just got to have respect for the companies and the places and the clients you work for. Plain and simple, right? Um, that's all I really got to say about that. Just just use common sense uh, when it comes to don't divulge like you know secrets and things like that. Um, so let's segue into into kind of sponsorships. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of companies and brands, um, here's some that you can uh, talk about, and that's your sponsorships. So in Anchor, and I'm going to talk about the way it's set up in Anchor because a lot of people are very curious about this because you think sponsorship and you think money. And yes, that's what a sponsorship is. Um, you can earn money from, from making your podcast. Now, I'm not a financial advisor or anything, obviously. I'm just going to share kind of what, uh, you know, what I do and, and how Anchor works right now as I'm recording this. It could change, by the way. Um, you know, if this episode is out there for a while, it could change. But right now, uh, you know, March 29th, 2019, uh, this is kind of how uh, sponsorships work in Anchor. So basically you say, yes, I want to start doing sponsorships. That's the first step. Okay, it's really easy to do it right in the app. And then Anchor says, basically, great, awesome. We're going to start looking for sponsors for you. Um, by the way, here's one to get you started. It's us. Okay, and so they, they started with like a little bit of uh, sponsorship. I think it was like a, a $10 sponsorship, right? Or maybe it was $5. I don't know. Um, of, I think it was five. I can't remember, but it's just a few dollar sponsorship, right? You know, and I'm only going to talk about the amount, money amount with them because it's Anchor and, you know, it's the, they're the platform you're recording on and they kind of do this, I think, to help out. I don't know if they're always going to continue to do this, but Anchor, I really appreciate you guys doing that because it helped me kind of understand how this whole process worked. And so you get your sponsor. Say, yes, I want that sponsor in my podcast or no, I don't want that sponsor. 
So you have to approve every sponsor that comes on your plate, that Anchor brings to you. And so if you say, yes, I want to do that, then there's usually some instructions. Each sponsor is going to be a little different. Um, some of them want the, the sponsorship ad at the beginning of the podcast episode. Some of them want them in the middle. Most of the time, they want them in the middle of the episode. Okay, And you may have heard that in previous episodes of mine. And so what you do is you, you sometimes will have a, a full script where they'll say, say this exactly, and then insert your own little thoughts here, and then continue on with exactly what we say in our script. Other sponsors might say, here's some information, make your own, and it should be at least you know, 30 seconds long or a minute long or whatever, okay? And then you just record it, okay? And you can record it and re-record it as many times as you want, and then when you're finally done, um, you save it, okay? It's there. I believe the sponsorships have to approve it. Um, it's usually pretty fast. Uh, and then when you go back to your episodes, there's a little button that says, insert a sponsor segment. And you can insert a sponsor segment, move it around where you want it in your podcast. This is where breaking up your podcast recordings into uh, different um, segments and not recording it all in one big chunk comes in handy because you got to insert that sponsorship somewhere in between. I usually put a little interlude in between because that way there's a clear division between the content and the sponsorship. And then I usually leave a little pause for a few seconds at the end of the sponsorship recording so that that way there's a break and then it goes into... Uh, the rest of it because you may not always have a sponsorship segment in there if you designate and say I want that spo a sponsorship there you may not always have one right because the sponsorships do expire after a certain amount of time um, and what happens is they say we want to invest this much money into your podcast to run an ad that you record um, and it, it'll go for this amount of time and then you get depending on the listens and stuff. I don't know the exact math, but you get a few cents per listen or something like that. And then it adds up, it builds up. So if, if you have thousands of listeners, you could get that money real fast, right? Um, or you may not be able to get all that money that was designated to say, you know, because you may it may have ran and it, it expired and you only got a few bucks, right? Um, and that's okay. Like when you're just starting off, you're probably not going to get a whole lot. Who knows? Unless you have a really big audience, uh, then you will. Uh, you know, obviously it's, it's to like any type of advertising. Again, this is designers I'm mostly speaking to and you designers should know, especially if you're in marketing or advertising, you should know how some of these digital ads work, right? Um, but anyway, so it's, it just, it's, it's very easy. And then Anchor just kind of manages it all. You know, um, it, it'll automatically add that segment into wherever you have designated sponsorships across all of your episodes that have those designated sponsorship spots. And it'll swap them out when new ones come in and old ones expire and things like that. It'll re-upload them to all those platforms. And it happens within like minutes, I would say sometimes seconds, because sometimes I'll just record an episode, uh, listen to it, push publish, like, you know, go to the bathroom, come back, and boom, it's on all the platforms already. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it, it, it gets, you know, on there pretty fast. So the sponsorships work in the same way. Things are updated pretty fast across all the platforms. Um, and then they use Stripe. Uh, as like the mobile payment platform. Uh, if you're not familiar with Stripe, it's what Medium uses as well. Uh, actually, since I had an account with Medium, they already you know had one with, uh, I, I just used the same one basically and linked it to Anchor. And, um, and that's where you basically cash out. You know, you link your bank account to that, uh, not to Anchor itself, uh, and then you cash out to, to, to Stripe. Um, and yes, there are, uh, if you're in the US at least, uh, there is tax stuff you have to fill out. There's usually a W-9 form through Stripe. Uh, if you fill it out once for Stripe, then you have it applied to all of them. So keep that in mind if you're making quite a bit of money. 
you, you know, make sure you pay your taxes. <laughs> so again, I'm not a financial advisor or a tax or a, you know tax advisor, but um, I would say that you're probably gonna if you're filling out a W nine, you're gonna have to you know file taxes. <laughs> um, so just be aware of that, and it's fine. You know, I mean, again, this is to me I, the way I look at it is the sponsorships help me buy better equipment for this podcast and invest more money into this podcast. Eventually, it would be amazing someday, right, to go full-time with your podcast or have this as like a big gig that you have on the side and it's, you know, actually earning you some money, right? That would be awesome, you know? Maybe it can start paying for trips for you to fly to special guests that you want to record with or something, you know? Who knows? I mean, there's so many possibilities with it, but, um, you know, the sponsorships are kind of nice and they're very easy to use through Anchor. Very easy. I, I, I... they couldn't have made it any easier, to be honest. And then something that a lot of us designers, product, marketing, doesn't matter. We, I would hope, I love these things. And it's it's analytics. It's the data and analytics behind your podcast. I get asked this a lot too, actually, from, from other designers. Like, what are the analytics behind this? And, and this is actually a very common thing <laughs> that designers want to know about, it seems like, when it comes to making a podcast, especially on Anchor. Well, I have some amazing news. Uh, Anchor has been uh, putting in a lot of analytics that you can look at. Now, it doesn't get too granular. You're not going to get like Google Analytics kind of level of detail quite yet. Because Anchor was bought by Spotify, I'm, ex- I'm thinking there's probably going to be more of an investment in that, but I don't know. Um, but right now, the analytics are pretty great. Uh, they just literally like last week, I think, um, or maybe it was this week, actually, uh, they just started adding uh, analytics built into the app. So you can start seeing your analytics in the app. It's not all of them, um, but they have a link that goes to the mobile site, which pulls up all of your, your analytics. Um, the desktop site, to me, has like the best breakdown of analytics. It's kind of like you know looking at Google Analytics on a desktop computer versus your phone. Like It's a lot easier to, to consume that when you're on your desktop computer. Um, but Anchor does a very good way of presenting things. Um, they break down you know your listener locations. You can get pretty, pretty granular on that all the way down to the city. Um, I found out a lot of you listening to this podcast are from Mountain View, California and that San Francisco area, uh, several several towns around uh, San Francisco um, and, and a lot in Mountain View. I don't know if that's maybe because a lot of devices are made in Mountain View and maybe it's thinking that, I don't know. But um, also there's a lot of you in the UK and France that are listening. So thank you for listening. Um, and, but there's, there's people, but you can go into all these granular little details. You can get per episode uh, kind of statistics. Uh, you can see what platforms people are listening to uh, the most. Uh, for me, I think it's Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the two biggest ones. It's usually a battle between those two. Um, in terms of where people are listening to uh, my podcast in particular. Um, and then you can also look at device type too. Um, there's a lot of iPhones uh, that are, are listening to uh, my podcast. Um, so you can get you can get the analytics on that kind of stuff. And I think it's only gonna get better over time. Um, you know, So beyond just total plays, estimated audience size, uh, plays per episode, top 10 episodes, listener locations, app and device data, like, beyond those things that you're already getting, which is quite a bit already, you're going to get way more, I think, in the future. I I can see this kind of, they understand the importance of it, (laughs) basically. Um, So analytics are are there. Um, They're not to the Google level, but they they are there. They're helpful. They help me understand my audience a little bit better, understand you all a little bit better. 
um, which is great, and, and I like that. And uh, I'm, I'm very much following them uh, quite a bit. Again, don't get discouraged if you get into your analytics and they're not impressive right away. Mine, I'll be honest, right now are not like wildly impressive, um, but it's been around long enough. My, my podcast has that like now there's quite a bit of data behind who's listening. Um, and it's, it's some, some cool numbers too. Um, but it's, it's, it's an exciting way to just kind of track and see your progress and, and understand where people are. Um, and, and how people are listening to that's, that's the other thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, gosh, I think that's it. Like that's pretty much all I'm going through my list right now. Analytics was the last thing I want to talk about. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to end this episode, uh, probably on just a note that, you know, if you're somebody that hates the sound of your own voice, uh, just know I hate the sound of my own voice tremendously. <laughs> um, I really do, but I've learned to enjoy it and appreciate it a lot more uh, by recording this podcast. Um, and I only listen to it once when I go through it. I don't have to listen to it again. So it's, it's all of you that have to suffer with my voice. No. <laughs> um, some, some of you out there, though, I feel like you that have toyed with the idea of, of making your own podcast, I feel like you, you have some pretty good voices out there. Um, but, and, and if you're scared about making a podcast, if you're scared about people hearing you, to me, I was never really scared about recording the podcast. I, I was really, really excited because nobody could see me. <laughs> My thing was like seeing if being on a camera or, or, you know, even I guess in front of an audience now, I'm not so, not so, I guess, scared to get in front of a group of people anymore thanks to Toastmasters um, at, at work. <laughs> That's actually helped quite a bit with public speaking and present, uh, presentations, but still getting in front of a camera though, or, you know, you're, we're very critical of ourselves, especially if we're recorded on video. Um, and so this, I feel like is a lot easier. You know, I feel like we're, it's a lot easier to, to listen and just record and you don't have something watching you. It's just people listening to you. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I think it's, it's less scary than a lot of you would think. Um, and then, you know, I know some people, a lot of, you know, some people say, well, I, I just don't have the time. I just don't have the time. Literally, like it, it will take me two hours to record an episode of a podcast and I do it every week, you know, and that's from the planning to the recording to listening to it again, <laughs> you know, and doing maybe some minor edits, you know, um, that's all it takes. And then I usually make like a little like Adobe Spark post or something to promote the podcast episode. Uh, Anchor has this cool thing too now where you can actually take like short clips that you've recorded and turn them into like transcribed videos. Uh, you may have seen that uh, from like a previous recording. It didn't get a lot of views, so I, I'm not probably gonna, not going to do it that often, but um, it, there's ways to kind of you know put yourself out there a little bit. Get a little fancy. We're designers, right? You should be designing some nice, consistent look when you're promoting your podcast and it doesn't take a long time again you just heard me say i use adobe spark post i'm not using illustrator or photoshop or you know any fancy massive adobe software and sitting in front of a computer i do everything on my phone everything for this podcast is done on my phone or my ipad uh, but mostly my phone honestly because the phone's just easier and it's always there with me um even making those like little promotional videos. I get the Unsplash app on my phone and I download the images from Unsplash and or I use my own images and then I make a Adobe Spark post. Boom, done, there we go. There's my little promo image that's gonna go out on all my social medias. 
Okay, so it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. It really doesn't. Um, and if you're not a designer, Adobe Spark Post, I believe there's a, well, actually I am using the free version. So yeah, there's a free version. <laughs> so, um, so you can make some beautiful like posts that are consistent and you can tweak them and change them a little bit, you know, from each episode and kind of share and use that as like your promo style. Like it's, it's, it's easy to do. Um, you know, it, it, obviously it's not like the top quality is if you spent the time designing it and, you know, I know some designers spend a lot of good, really amazing effort into illustrating or designing out their podcast, uh, album art and they do a different one for every episode and it's amazing. Like, I think that's great. You know, if you want to do that, do it for me. I have a lot of things I want to do in life. That's not one of them is to spend a bunch of time on that. I'd rather design other things uh, and work on designing, you know, products instead of, you know, messing with my album art on my podcast. Um, but anyway, so it's it's not hard, you know, it, it, don't worry about the sound of your voice. I know it's it never sounds like we think it does in our head. When we hear a recording, we're like, I don't really sound like that. No, you do. And it's okay. It's totally fine. Um, if you're really that like self-conscious too, like you can download the Anchor app and make your own little podcast and record your first episode, but don't publish it. It'll just be stored. You have to hit publish before it goes out there. It doesn't just automatically go out there. And, you know, but save it and have some friends listen to it. Some honest friends, friends that are gonna be like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, or, okay, this was kind of annoying. You know, you can, you can have some friends, some good friends, some maybe some design colleagues like listen to it and be like, do you think this is like, you know, and you're, you're not going to hurt my feelings, be honest. Like, do you think that, that this is okay? Do you think my voice is okay for this? You know, do you think I'm, I'm talking the right way? Are you able to follow along with what I'm saying? Um, you know, and, and, and you can do that. Do a little trial run, a little test. Um, or you could just do what I did and just go balls deep in it and just publish the damn episode. Uh, that's what I did. Uh, I didn't care. Uh, so it, you have nothing to lose, really. You really don't. You know, especially, again, if you're cautious about, you know, divulging secrets and things like that, don't do that. You know, be, be cautious, be thoughtful in the content you're creating um, and be authentic and create your brand. Uh, but just do it. You know, just take that first leap, you know. Um, and, uh, and I think, I think stick to it, you know, get through like 50 episodes and then decide if you want to give up on it. <laughs> I know that's a lot of, of, of episodes, but you know, I'm, I'm, you know, 27 episodes in now and, and I'm hooked. Like I'm never going to stop this. I don't think, um, but, uh, you know, but you know, the first few episodes, I was like, I don't know if I should continue doing it or, you know, it seems like more of a chore, you know, but now I, I look forward to it every week. It's like a habit now, um, after a couple months of doing this. And it really doesn't take that much time. It really doesn't. So that's it. That, that's, that's, that's the end of what I got to, to, looking at my notes again, that's the end of what I got. Um, I want you all to, to get out there. A lot of you have amazing experience. You have amazing ideas. A lot of you are just fantastic to talk to, which means you're probably gonna be amazing to listen to. And if you have a friend that wants to do this podcast with you, another design friend, do it together. You know, get that dual microphone that I was talking about. I have it linked in the Medium post, you know, go to, go to medium.com. What is it? Medium.com slash Joshua Reach or something. I don't know. Um, but, or just go on Amazon and just look for dual lapel microphone, you know, that plugs into, you know, the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, right? Like, and you two can make an episode together, you know? Um, I, I want to have more guests on, on mine. I, mine is called Design Chat, but literally it's just me chatting to myself right now. <laughs> I realize that. I do. Um, there will be guests eventually. I do want more people to, to jump in. Um, 
and uh, do some more fun, like just kind of off the cuff episodes. I don't really script this, by the way. Like, again, I outline it, but I don't script everything. You can script it, though, if you want. If you want to script your, your podcast episode and it can sound authentic and genuine, go ahead and do it. You know, it's your, it's your podcast. Um, and it is easy. It's easy now. Like, there's ways to do this. We all have the tools, and we honestly don't have to spend anything more than what we have now. It, it's, it's that simple. It's, it's becoming like making YouTube videos. It really is. Um, but again, I will say, you know, sticking to it is, one, uh, is another thing. You know, you got to stick to it. You still have to have a certain good quality. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be studio quality, but it's got to be good quality. Um, and uh, you got to have engaging content and you got to build an audience, right? Um, maybe the audience building is something I'll, I'll write about probably later. Um, but I don't, you know, maybe, or maybe I'll do another bonus episode later on in, in you know, a couple weeks or something. But um, I haven't really marketed out more than just kind of blasting the episodes out on my social media posts. Like, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, but there's a lot more you could do with that. There's a lot more you could do to market your, your podcast. Um, but you should be doing it because you want to. You should be doing it because it's fun. It shouldn't be a chore. It should be fun. And I think a lot of you that are itching to do it, I think you'd have a lot of fun, and I think you know it would be fun. You just, you know, have your your iffy moments, and you don't know. So hopefully this have, hopefully this episode helped. I really hope it helped. Um, you know, make make uh, can maybe push you a little bit further and, and do that first episode. With that, I will say, finally, last thing before I go, I promise this has been a really long episode. I know more than the usual half hour. Um, if you decide to make a podcast, your own podcast, especially if it's design related, tell me what it is. Tweet at me, at Joshua Reach on Twitter. Uh, comment on this Medium post if you're getting to this from the Medium post. Comment on LinkedIn. Uh, find me. Yeah, I'm easy to find online. Um, you know, Find me and, and, and share your podcast episode with me. I want to hear it. I want to listen to it. Uh, I want to hear your first episode. If you're already making a design podcast, I want to hear it. Share that. Share your podcast. You know, I, I, I want more of us to be doing this. I want more of us to be putting thoughtful, curated content out there around design uh, because it only helps us grow as designers. And the more of us that are putting our thoughts, our ideas, our knowledge, our experience, our, our opinions out there, it's, it's going to help us be more well-rounded um, as, as designers instead of getting stuck in our bubble and stuck in our ways. So that's all I got. I hope this was helpful. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, and if you did like this, and maybe you like the rest of my podcasts, uh, go ahead and leave a nice little rating and review. Always going to plug that in at the end of the, every episode. Leave a nice little rating or review if you like this podcast. Uh, if you didn't like it, uh, let me know why. Uh, let me know. Um, I'm, I'm open to hearing your, your thoughts and, and opinions too, good or bad. All right. Okay. This has been a really long episode. Thank you all for listening. Hope it was helpful. I will talk to you all next week in the normal uh, scheduled episode. All right, bye.